are listening to Core, a show on Code Zero Radio that plays bands located in the Fox Cities, a show to find and discover new music. Hosted by Andy McNamara. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Fox City's Core on WCZR Code Zero Radio. If this is your first time tuning in, Code Zero Radio is a rock station based out of the Fox Cities. Play lots of independent rock music. And we've got a great lineup, which you should really download our app if you haven't done so already. You can get it for your Apple or your Android devices. It'll give you stuff like schedules, uh, on-demand content, and a whole lot more. Uh, today, I'm joined by Bob Minter. He is the architect of Code Zero and host of Zip Code Zero. He's going to be sitting in today and adding some color commentary and additional questions and cleaning up anything that I <laughs> might miss. And uh, Bob, how are you doing? I should ask how you're doing right away. I am. Uh, <clears throat> I'm still kind of half asleep because you drug me out of bed to do this show. Well, typically, if if the viewers don't know, Bob also does a a streaming show with Ken Bowes, who does um, Indie Tunes, and that, that show's on Wednesday nights. Yeah, it's pretty much a train wreck every Wednesday night. So, that's yeah, it's it's an informative show. You guys talk a lot about uh, different things in the music industry right, and right. and a lot of things that independent artists are probably going to be concerned with. Uh, I, I like to tune in, and you can pull it up. I, I like watching it on YouTube on my TV myself. Right, I feel that's the best way to consume it. But right. Are you as excited about the guest today as I am? I am thrilled. <laughs> well, without any further ado, uh, the Electric City Experience, it's what many consider to be the kickoff of the summer uh, music festival season. Electric City, it started off as a one-day event that was scattered all over Kakana, and it, it's morphed into just a big stretch of music gloriness, and they added carnival rides and things like that. The festival will be taking place in Kakana on June 8th to 11th. And our guest on the show today is the communications director uh, for, or the communications manager for Electric City. It's Jim Collar. Jim, welcome to Fox City's Core. Oh, hey, thanks for having me. And uh, whatever title we'll do, I put the words and try to get people excited. You've been with the festival now officially for... Officially, this will be uh, my second festival, but uh, I've been around it uh, since... It's second year. Uh, my son is a is an up and coming musician, and uh, he uh, had some opportunities there. So I've been around the festival uh, since uh, since those days when uh, I was having to haul a young man into taverns with his acoustic <laughs> guitar. How did it feel to How does it feel to be on the inside now? It's uh, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind telling us what uh, is your son in any current bands? Actually, yeah, he and that's exciting. He uh, is 18 years old. He graduates high school in a couple of months, and he just uh, uh, joined on uh, as keyboardist for Unity the band. Oh, very so, cool! Yeah, he's oh, wow. about uh, six gigs in, and he's got one hell of a busy summer ahead of him. And that band's been around for quite a while. Yeah, it's uh, the, that uh, to me will be the uh, interesting. Uh, point the the psychology on how an 18 year old does with dudes that are all his dad's age <laughs> did, did you dabble in music at all i um i am good enough on a guitar to hold down a campfire uh, <laughs> nothing more than that uh i've always 
loved music. I've always loved the scene. Um, unable to uh, do it. I, the uh, the chance to do some writing and uh, and the communications end of things. Um, it's been awesome because it's it's been an opportunity to uh, contribute to the scene in the only way I can. <laughs> well, and you've you've been contributing to the Fox Cities as far as writing goes for a long time. Yeah. So uh, I. I'm a former journalist. Well, I, you know, once a journalist, always a journalist. But uh, I had uh, been with the Post Crescent for for quite a while between uh, the Post Crescent and the Oshkosh Northwestern. That was about uh, 18 years. Uh, I'm now uh, doing writing in a marketing role, and uh, in my off time, uh, I'm having a lot of fun uh, uh, doing the music thing as well as uh, doing communications and PR for some causes that I really believe in. Uh, I'm also uh, on the board of directors for the Wisconsin area music industry. And that's again, um, in a communications role, I joined the board uh, as uh, someone who can uh, do the press releases, put together the program, do the content for the website. So uh, yeah, staying, staying busy. Writing is is definitely not my strong point, but and it's not a lot of people's strong point, and thank goodness because that gives me a niche. <laughs> so with uh, with Electric City experience coming up, was that something that that you guys had in the works for a while? I know they announced it officially a couple weeks ago that it was coming back. So you can't not have something of that scope in the works for a while. Uh, it's it's a fairly big production put on by a, a small number of people it takes a lot of organization and um it, it takes uh it takes the community so really um the the opening stages are, are gauging and getting the community on board getting the sponsorships we need to be able to pay the fine musicians to put on the show and uh so the uh, reaching the stage of announcement once uh, kind of all of that foundation is laid and we know we're going on, then we let the community know. So it's been, it's been going on it's, for a while. It's been going on. For <laughs> a while. I would imagine the uh, logistics for the production alone is is fairly involved. Interestingly enough, it, it after you do it for a while. You know where the puzzle pieces go. Oh yeah, and and uh, it, it, I wouldn't necessarily say it's it's rote, but yeah. uh, at the same point, um, there aren't a lot of surprises. You know what needs to be done, and you right. you, you eat the so elephant you one bite at a time. Make the phone call, and, yeah. and it's done. That's that's <laughs> nice. How how big is the crew for Electric City Experience? So, uh, in 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 terms of. So th there are a couple people that that um, that uh, that are you know do the organization and uh, and 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 put to, to together the event and then make sure everything's going smoothly during the event. Uh, Tracy, Jason, and I uh, kind of do those roles, and then uh, we have some. Um, some crews of, uh, that uh, do the stage setups and teardowns and and uh, we've got uh, then we then you know you, you rely on the contractors for the tents and the porta pots and, and all that thing so it, it, it's kind of a dance <laughs> it, it sounds like a lot of work <laughs> if, if, if you enjoy it is it work <laughs> what was the the biggest hurdle this year to overcome 
truth be told, it seems that um, this year went fairly smooth. Um, last year was was a little bit uh, a little bit interesting because uh, the, the year it was coming back after after a couple years off. Uh, prior to the pandemic, uh, the festival decided to uh, take a one year hiatus to kind of streamline things and and uh, and get everything in shape, and then uh, all of a sudden. Uh, COVID entered our world and that uh, took us down for another year. So uh, last year it was a matter of trying to recapture momentum. Uh, it, it was, uh, you know, and, and there was also the idea that, uh, you know, COVID wasn't gone yet. So we couldn't even really start to the last minute because we didn't, it, it took us a while to gauge whether it would even be responsible to hold an event of that scale. Uh, once other outdoor events started hitting the schedule and, and uh, once th- th- it was interesting, we announced and then like three days later, the CDC came out and said, well, you don't necessarily have to wear masks outside. And, and, and we're like, woo, <laughs> holy relief. And uh, so, yeah, Maybe that's uh, why this year it just seems that everything's clicking into place being is because last year there was so many different weird things we had to account for. It was like a, kind of a strange time when Electric City took the year off and then they, like you said, COVID came and then there was that fear that maybe the festival was going to run out of gas or just kind of dissipate and, and cease. Well, and, and the idea that... Um, and that's really a credit to the community. Uh, it matters to Kakana and it matters to to their business community, which uh, you know we, we rely on those sponsorships to get things rolling. Um, so that really showed its meaning in terms of the idea that uh, we're putting on a major production in the middle of the pandemic, and you're willing to come along for the ride with us. Um, that. Uh, that showed us that, that that we've got something to build from here and something to build into a a, a a great tradition. Was the attendance last year down a little bit as people kind of eased back into to doing big you know gatherings like that, or did you feel that the attendance was about on par with previous festivals? Perhaps it was perhaps it was down a little bit, but truly it was an excellent festival. How do you how do you keep track of the attendance? I- I mean, is it a general guess? Or? It's a general guess. You look at how full the tents are. Uh, you look at how much beer you sell. Uh, yeah. There there are certain ways. So to, you're not doing like a head count. No, that, uh, that's yeah, impossible. That would yeah. be impossible. Especially, you know, we're not a gated thing. We don't give tickets. Yeah. Well, you can find me at the food trucks. <laughs> so. that's, that's that's totally <laughs> one of, that's, that's like absolutely one of my highlights. <laughs> and I know, Bob, we, uh, we both attended last year. Did you have a favorite... Uh, artist last year or a favorite part of the festival uh black belt theater was playing and uh we've featured those guys for such a long time and it was so nice to actually see them live and they they did not disappoint i really loved seeing them and unity the band the last night we were there i can't believe how packed that place was. it was rocking man <laughs> it was nuts uh dalton palomas Thanks for tuning in. Uh, he said Jim's the man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dalton. <laughs> so with uh, with your son being in Unity, was he a, a fan of the band 
prior to joining? How did he get? Absolutely. He... Um, well, he. He listens to all all sorts of music, but but uh, funny story. It wasn't even like six months ago. The, the panic was sit, setting in because you know he's you're 18 years old. You're coming to the end of your high school career, and he he he's going to be a professional musician. But what does that mean, and how do you take that first step? And uh, you know he had he had a craigslist ad out there you know trying to gauge interest and see what bands are were looking for a guy he can play just about anything but uh you know he, he had the idea in his head that i'm going to be playing a kind of music that i absolutely hate uh and, and and uh have to run that gauntlet for a while and then all of a sudden boom he 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 lands a gig where it's a it's a genre of music that he loves uh with uh, a steady stable of shows and uh, and as a dad a great group of guys that i don't have to to worry about him being out on the road so everybody's winning here <laughs> yeah. i missed them last year at electric city but i'm glad that yeah that you got to check them out check them out at least he's not hanging out in the van playing uh, cards with a with a, a bunch of uh Ne'er do wells from the school of rock, right? <laughs> Interesting, you should say. <laughs> uh, Brenda, uh, thank you. She said uh, Pudge was great. <laughs> yeah, Thanks Pudge. For tuning in. Um, so, more questions on the festival. It's how does how in your words, what would be the differential if you're comparing something like Electric City to Mile of Music or Paperfest or or one of the other great festivals that we have in the area. That's that's uh, that's it. We have like so many awesome festivals. It's so easy to take for granted living in the Fox Cities until you recognize that not everywhere can you go out on every night of the summer and find live music and not necessarily have to pay money to listen to it. Uh, so what sets Electric City apart? I think is a couple things. First of all, uh, it's positioning um, in June. It's a great welcome back party. To me, it's really um, opening day for the live music season, the live outdoor outdoor music season. It's a chance for everybody to, to shake off the winter and uh, come together and see all of their favorite Fox Cities acts in one place. Um, so for for the the newbies, the folks that uh, aren't necessarily going out and listening to uh, a lot of live music, it's a chance to to get a, a great taste of everything that's out there. Um, and then for the the experienced uh, the the folks the folks that are listening to Fox City's music Wisconsin music uh, regularly, um, there's always a couple neat curveballs in there. So you're going to see a lot of bands that uh, you see a lot, but then you're going to see some bands that that Black Belt Theater is an example, uh, an awesome Milwaukee band that uh, isn't playing the Fox Cities every other weekend. Right, right. So you're gonna you're gonna run into some acts that you didn't expect. So there's really something great for everyone. Um, what's what set us apart from from a paper fest? I think is is music really is. Uh, 
that's front and center of what we're doing at Electric City Experience. It, it really is a family-friendly festival where you're going to find something for everyone. There's going to be a variety of food that you're not going to get everywhere else. There's a great uh, variety of beer. You got your carnival rides, but you know, you, you come, you're going to listen to the music. If you don't like one act, you're going to walk 25 feet and you're going to find something else. And and uh, it's just a, it's a great place to to get a, a taste of the great music going on around us. It really is family friendly, and I know my my son enjoyed the carnival rides last year. Which is it? He loves music, but his attention span he, <laughs> he can take like twenty minutes, and then he's he's getting you know a little antsy to to get moving. But he enjoyed the carnival rides, and he he won a little hamster that he still talks about. Wow. And uh, but it's just a great family event. And are the fireworks back? Were they? The fireworks are not back this year. That's something that uh, you know we we got in our back pocket, and we. We'd like to unroll again, but uh, they're not gone forever. <laughs> they're, they're not back this year. <laughs> That's the thing too, like it, with how the, the festival's growing, like it, it, and it seems like it. Maybe you'll try some things one year, and then it'll, it'll change, and you know, try some different things. But it really has grown from being scattered all over the city to, to be more centralized and adding components. I think that there's going to be growing uh, pains and and uh, learning with uh, any kind of event of that scope. You're going to figure out what works well and what doesn't, and uh, make adjustments all along the way. And and I don't think you ever quit learning. Um, another great uh, thing that uh, differentiates us a little bit is we're right out downtown. Um, we're along the Fox River, um, so uh, in addition. Uh, to the music you can you know you can take a stroll downtown and, and, and enjoy uh, the shops down there it's just, it's just a really neat environment on top of the fact that uh, there, there's a lot of great tunes going was, on around here. was there any pushback uh, i'm going back to having the events in the bars and the clubs in town and then you guys moved to, to the tents in the park was there any pushback from the the venues the bars about moving the the music away from there so that predates me uh, okay. a little bit but um what i can say is uh the support we've gotten from kakana has just been okay. astoundingly good and i think um i think everybody recognizes that uh, uh there's a lot to gain from having an event where you can bring the whole family down yeah that's m the main part of it i think right is you gained a lot more family friendly yeah, it, it, the the uh, the twenty something party guy is still going to have <laughs> plenty of fun and opportunity. Uh, the thirty somethings with uh, a four and six year old and right. in fact they're going to have a great time too. I know that Verbettens is that how you pronounce that? I think that's probably in the ballpark. Verbettens. <laughs> last year, <laughs> last year we were walking around. And it was hot. It was so hot and. I ducked into Verbenz and I downed like four beers like right away. So they made a little bit of money. So yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, it's it's right about that time where you can have scorchers. So yeah, air conditioning, yeah. boom. So, <laughs> how, here we are. How was the response? Oh, and the weather too. You can touch on that. I don't think the electric cities like had any bad luck with weather. This is wood, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> At least a veneer that. <laughs> but the, the weather has normally been great. For, it, it's yeah. been kind of on the hot side a couple times, but that's better than torrential. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. And I, it's at the point um, in the calendar where really hot isn't annoying as hell yet. 
<laughs> we've been cold and cooped up. Oh, it's hotter than hell, but this is okay. <laughs> what is the response? What was the response like um, if, if you um, know about it when, when the festival moved from inside bars to, to being completely outside? Were some of the, the venues a little upset to, to lose the, the indoor shows? or? That's probably not the best question for me. I, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, all all I can really say about that fact is is from everything I've gauged, um, there's just really a really great vibe around what goes on that weekend. Uh, Jason <laughs> Lipsky commented, "How could I jinx the weather like that?" Uh, sorry, Jason. <laughs> We're going to be calling Jason a little bit later, so we'll get a chance to to, to talk with Jason, but. Um, this is the, the part of the show where we uh, do a segment called Band Reaction. And it's not really like it. We'll play like a clip from a previous show and then get our guests' reaction. So this one's like not a whole lot to react to, but what? We'll, we'll... Band Reaction. Band Reaction. Rex, so it's festival season's coming up. Yes. So this is kind of, you're going to probably be announcing some shows sooner than later? Yes, there will be some official announcements sooner than later. But uh, I, I expect that uh, um, Electric City will be happening this year. We've got Jason Lipsky's on here next week. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, hmm. I'm looking forward to that always. Um, Electric City, Mile of Music. Paperfest is coming up this year. That should be fun. Who's ever there? Uh, so, yeah. Festival season. I'm glad we can do it this year again. I mean, there's not really much to react to besides, I guess, a question to follow that up. Is it kind of nice to hear bands when they're getting excited to, that, to play? You put the reaction right in my mouth. Uh, it's 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 awesome to uh, get great reaction from uh, the families, from the individuals out there drinking beers and partying down and having a great time. But um, when when the when the people who are out there and and working are having a great time as well, um, it, it, you you know you did something good. And people out there working, so there are a lot of volunteers that help make the festival possible. Absolutely, and that's a one of the great components uh, of what we do. Um, you know. We put we try to put the community into the the idea of the community festival. Um, we give back uh, some significant dollars to community groups. Uh, Electric City has been uh, very active in the uh, little pantry program at the Kakana Public Library, which is a a small food pantry. Uh, we became involved in that. Uh, during the course of the pandemic, when there were a lot of folks uh, getting laid off and we thought, what could we do? Well, we, we could help uh, make sure that everybody's got food on their table. So uh, giving back to the community has been uh, really one of one of the uh, the big things we, we want to accomplish year in and year out. So we have volunteers uh, come in and uh, the, the charities that they represent uh, uh, get paid per their hours of work, so uh, we get uh, we 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 get the work we need to uh, keep the festival moving along, and uh, a lot of great community groups benefit from that. As and those folks are having a great time along with everybody else. You know what? When you're working at a, at at a music festival, 
it's not, it's it, it's hard to call it work. You're having a great time as well. Are you guys still looking for volunteers, or is there a way that if somebody is interested in in volunteering for the festival, that they're able to? I, I would I would say uh, uh, to uh, if that's something you're interested in, uh, hit us up on our, on our Facebook page, uh, send us a, a private message, and uh, we'll see what's out there for you. I uh, I'll volunteer to hang out by the food trucks and make sure the food quality is correct. There's a lot of people already volunteering <laughs> on that end, but but uh, you know feel just throwing that out there. <laughs> so um. We kind of covered the the fireworks and the carnival rides. Um, there's also, uh, is it called uh, music in Hydro Park or concerts in Hydro or something like that? Yeah. That... So uh, live from Hydro Park is a music series that uh, takes place uh, at Hydro Park in downtown Kakana uh, on Wednesday nights, uh, similar to. Uh, the Hyde music series that you'll find at Houdini Plaza in Appleton, as well as the uh, the, the music series in Nina. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, if you love live music and you're a frugal person, like you could just have an entire summer of awesome music for free just by hitting those events every week. So uh, at the Hydro Park uh, concerts, uh, that's going to be the kickoff to uh, Electric City this year, the Wednesday night concert that'll feature Bobby Evans and the Dairyland Kings. And, uh, like, I don't know how much awesome guitar you can smash on, on one stage. Um, I think uh, th- that uh, is about the capacity. I wouldn't want to go above that. <laughs> and then that, that series is... Um, sort of curated by Electric City, right? Uh, Jason Lipsky puts to, it, who uh, puts together uh, the music program for Electric City is also involved in putting together um, the music for, for the music program for the Live from Hydro Park series, and and uh, uh, you're gonna love it. And if you hate it, now you know who to go after. <laughs> so I mean, Jason, he's not only doing Electric City; he's it's not only just that that one week he's doing stuff all year he's a busy guy it it astounds me sometimes (laughs) well that's that's great and i think if people haven't checked out that series they should probably get over there and and see it this year well if you like music and you have a lawn chair in the the back of your car you have no excuse you got everything you need come enjoy it looks like you know looking down at the the list here there's also performances this year from of course appleton rock school which is if you haven't seen Appleton Rock School, you really have to to see it. When we call Jason a little bit later, we'll ask him about Appleton Rock School. But it's more or less younger people uh, learning to play in bands, and and they have a performance every year. I like checking that out. I, I see here the uh, Revel Dance Academy too. What's uh, what? Are, <laughs> I still be there. Well, it's just I guess there's so much going on, and I see here a family friendly hip hop show with Ill Genesee. Yeah, so we're really excited about that this year. Uh, just in the fact that we're always looking at how we can do things a little bit different, expand our offerings a little bit, and make sure that uh, everybody's accounted for, that that uh, we can put on something that everyone is going to enjoy. I mean, and, and we've... We've done, you know, we've got Irish music, we've got jazz music, and we got a whole bunch of rock and roll. So the fact that we can put up um, a hip hop show f- with 
Fox Cities, uh, that's from the Fox Cities. That's just so cool, and and uh, and the fact that uh, that we can have uh, an act that that um, that appeals to a younger audience, and that uh, parents can feel comfortable letting their kids go enjoy it. It's just a win-win. It's going to be a, an awesome experience. Just another reason that uh, the Electric City is just ex- expanding every year, and you know this will probably bring in a lot of different people that might not have checked out the festival in the past absolutely and and um and and that's really the game i mean uh, you, you give people a reason to come check it out and once you once you're there and and you're walking around and taking it in having a great time you're gonna have it on your calendar for next year how how do the bands get booked like are, are bands reaching out to the festival is there a official kind of submit page that goes on or is Jason kind of reaching out and finding bands to, to ask to play? Jason works his magic. The ins and outs of that, I think, would best be saved for once we get him on the line. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that question for Jason. <laughs> um, so, Bob, you mentioned the food. Food. And, of course, the beer is popular, too. Beer. Oh. I know in the past there's been, um, like, specific beer stations and how how's the uh, the setup this year? Is it going to be similar to last year as far as the beer goes? So that's one of the beauties too about like our <laughs> festival. You can go to uh, a lot of festivals and, and you'll find um, your domestic light, whether it's Miller or Bud, and and perhaps like one wine cooler ish kind of selection. Uh, we we uh we feature a pretty wide selection uh, of beverages for an event of our type uh we bring stone arch in which brings a, a you know an awesome selection of craft brews every year um in addition to the domestics that uh that everyone knows and loves and then uh you know keeping on with the popular trends uh uh, have a seltzer we uh we had introduced the busy seltzers last year and uh those were uh, unbelievably popular. I personally don't get it, but hey, <laughs> we got them. Enjoy. Mm. Man, pe- people can. Uh, I'm I'm a newbie to Wisconsin. I've been here for a year, right? And uh, I'm amazed at how much beer can be drank in this state. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I I personally retired from that game Did you? while I was you know at the top of my career. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, um, it, the the it's a reputation that was certainly earned. Wow. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> yeah you know like during Oktoberfest, it, the, the amount of beer that flows, it's just amazing. Yeah, it's some people really let loose. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, you know, in terms of uh, soaking that up, yeah, the the food selection that we offer at Electric City, yeah, uh, is also you know, at, at a lot of festivals, you'll, you 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 know, you get your your corn on the cob and your burger, and 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 you're happy with whatever they offer you. No, this is like this is food court material. We got uh, food trucks representing uh, a whole variety of different things, from from desserts to uh, to ethnic cuisine uh, uh, to your your as expected brats and burgers to all the deep fried stuff you want so like come with a come with a full wallet and, and an empty stomach and you're just you're gonna 
go I, crazy. I refer to that line as the buffet. The buffet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm excited for this year, uh, it, and I really do like it that it's all in the one the one stretch now because the the first couple were great, but it was sort of it was hard to get around town if there's a band that was like way off on like I think the yeah. Brick House was like a far out. Um, spot at the time that building's not even there anymore and then if you wanted to run to the other side of town you were kind of when when was the first electric city festival jeez oh, that had i'd say six seven years ago perhaps hmm. I, I i don't jason would have that uh date i'm sure at the top of his head but that's my uh my best recollection huh. uh but yeah in terms of the layout um it's not a ton of walking and the fact that uh you got five, you might think, okay, five stages in, in a, a pretty short stretch of land. What in the hell is that going to sound like? But uh, it's it's great. Uh, uh, the way the stages are, are, are situated, there's, you're not worrying, you're not having that bleed over. And uh, you, you can pop from one stage to the next in, in a half a minute. And uh, it, it, it's a great setup. Have a treat for everybody. We're joined on the phone by Jason Lipsky. How are you doing this morning, Jason? Hey, not too bad, Andy. How are you doing? Good. Uh, thanks for hopping on the phone. So uh, you've been watching and listening to the conversation, right? I have. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you already jinxed our weather for the week. Uh, so thanks a lot for that. We might as well move weekends right now. Uh, we had we had a couple of questions during during the uh, the show where we thought maybe you could help us answer is there a way for bands to to uh, possibly reach out if they're interested in playing or do you have the schedule pretty solid already uh, there's there's not necessarily a, a, a formal way I mean a lot of it is just uh, uh, bands will will message one of us uh, at this point after doing it for this many years you know we've got a pretty good roster of bands that have played the festival at one time or another so a lot of it is returning acts from year to year you know that's one of the fun parts of it is it's kind of becoming one big family uh both with volunteers and and bands and vendors and kind of everybody involved that's kind of one of the best parts of it well an electric city to me is it's a very homegrown festival what i mean by that is that you really do like feature so many bands from the the area and as jim mentioned earlier the festival gives back to the community and not only during that week but you're doing stuff um at hydro park throughout the year yeah uh, um, you're just involved with a lot of stuff i i really love what this festival means to the area and, and what made you decide to do it in kakana what what uh, drove you to, to decide to have it there uh well that's just where uh kind of opportunity had presented itself uh the first year of the event was back in 2015 and i had been approached uh to see if rock school wanted to be involved in it and uh at the time rock school was just in its first couple years of being around so i was looking for every uh, opportunity to play that we could find uh, but after talking to uh the people that came to to ask me if rock school would be involved after a few minutes, I realized that uh, they really didn't have anything put together for the event yet. They didn't uh, really understand about booking bands or renting stages and sound companies and sound and lights and production and all that. Uh, so I stepped in to offer if uh, they needed any help putting that stuff together. And seven, eight years later, here we are. 
and you have been in the the music scene for a while. You you used to do a lot of lessons, uh, music lessons, and then you started Appleton Rock School. Yeah. Uh, how if somebody's got a a young child or or somebody that's uh, early teens and, and they're interested in music lessons, how does Appleton Rock School work as far as as the uh, the lessons go? Uh, well, we offer uh, two types of program. Uh, we do regular private lessons, so we take uh, beginner through advanced, and we do all instruments, uh, guitar, bass, piano, drums, voice, uh, and everything in between. Uh, so if you're just starting out, that's kind of the place to get going. And then once you've got some playing ability under your belt, if you want to get into a band, uh, we've got that uh, going as well. And basic idea of that, we put the kids into bands and we go out and play gigs. You've got something called the Appleton Rock School, uh, the little little rockers program. Oh, that's something <laughs> we just started uh, just this, this February, a little toddler music class. Uh, so that's been pretty cool. Uh, watching the, uh, it's kind of designed for parent and child to do together. Uh, so the kids come in and there's a, a range of different music activities that they work through each week. And uh, it's, it's been pretty cool. Um, jumping back to Electric City, is there any any bands that you could cue us in on that are playing? And when is the full schedule coming out? Uh, well, we're working on the schedule now. And uh, the full actual schedule with uh, with the stages and times, that'll probably be a couple weeks yet before that's released. Uh, but we're going to start releasing some of the bands pretty soon here. In fact, some of that will likely start coming out this weekend yet. Uh, we've got Unity coming back this year. That's one that uh, you know I heard you guys talking about uh, a little bit earlier. And uh, lots of folks have mentioned how uh, rocking that tent was last year while they were playing. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, we've got Pegasus on the schedule this year. Uh, they are part of our uh, Friday night lineup. Uh, one of our stages, we work with the fellas over at We Jam. Uh, I'm not sure if you know Kurt yep. and John from uh, from Iftikar and their We Jam project that they do, but uh, those guys are awesome. You know, and the music that they're bringing into the Valley is, uh, you know, every week they've got something, they're bringing in something somewhere. Iftikar uh, had a team good with, performance last year. Iftikar yep, had a- and uh, they're, they're with us again also. Uh, and on Friday night, we kind of tie in We Jam, and uh, we do a We Jam showcase on that stage. So we've got uh, Disco Naps coming in, uh, and then Pegasus, which is rolling in with a nine-piece mega band that will likely melt your face straight off. <laughs> and uh, then Iftikar wraps it up. Well, it sounds like it's a, a pretty solid lineup already. I, yeah. I look forward to, to to having the full schedule released, and I do I do like going to to the festival and, and getting the hard copy. Are you going to have hard copies of the schedule again this year? Yep, we have little booklets made uh, that kind of have a full schedule throughout the weekend, uh, so those will be available. We usually start dropping them around town in the week or so before the event, and then there's there's piles of them everywhere on the grounds. All right, Bob. You have any questions for uh, no? I just I just I just wanted to make the statement that that you're able to do this and keep it free is pretty amazing. Uh, that is a testament to the community support from our sponsors. Uh, we've got uh, just an excellent list of sponsors this year that uh, they're they're on board with what we're doing and they're supportive. 
Uh, they're easy to work with. Uh, they don't put us through the ringer on anything. Uh, especially this year, uh, Berker's Family Dentistry stepped up uh, to be our presenting sponsor. And uh, Dr. Berker's, uh, Chris Berker's is a great guy. Uh, I've had him rip a few teeth out of my face myself. He's a pretty good dentist, too. <laughs> Uh, he kind of stepped up into the pole position for us this year and, uh, you know, helped making the whole thing uh, possible. Nice. Well, and, to, and to think that uh, our sponsors are, are very Kakana centric, um, it, yeah. it, it really goes to show uh, what this festival means to the Kakana community and what the Kakana community brings to this festival. It's, 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 uh, it's a really impressive thing. Yeah. And with the prices of everything skyrocketing, I mean, this is going to be a good escape for people to come to and, and just relax and know that they're not going to, uh, you know, have to fork out a billion dollars to attend. I, I, yeah, we only had to raise the price of beer to $19 a cup. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I think we're keeping the beer prices even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with the, you know, we hopefully didn't jinx the weather, but if it does rain, which hopefully it doesn't, uh, the music's all in your tent. So I think you've got yep. that covered already too. Yep. And and Jason, did did you did you miss it after the the music moved out of the the bars, or did you feel that kind of made things a little easier to, uh, to no, plan? I I did not miss it at all. Uh, I knew that long term, it ultimately was not sustainable in the bars. Uh, just because of the costs involved with uh, production and bands and just everything that it took to put music into the bars for a full day. Uh, you know, if that's all that's got to come from somewhere. And our community sponsors were certainly not, you know, as inclined to support an event that took place, you know, strictly within a collection of bars downtown versus kind of the friendly family aspect of uh, just throwing a big party in the park. Um, so that's what ultimately led to the move to outside. Uh, there was a year where we had elements of both, where we had kind of just started to increase our outside presence. Uh, I believe it was 2017 was the year that we kind of first started to move things outside, where we still had stuff in the bars, but we started to, uh, uh, we had three music stages outside that year. And that was it was a big success. And uh, that following year is when we, when we went fully outdoors, and really haven't looked back since. That's well, you know, and the Electric City does really treat the bands well too. So it's being somebody that performed there in the past, I want to thank you for for everything that that you do for the the local community scene here and and the fans alike. It's it's oh. uh, pretty amazing. So uh, thank you, yeah. Jason. Well, thank you, and uh, we're bummed that Pudge is not on board this year. Uh, I think you guys have played every single one. Yeah, Tony let me lets me know that every uh, every day. Yep, yep. <laughs> and I'm going to let you know every so often too, just in case it slips his mind. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, hopping on today, and uh, we uh, again appreciate it. And congrats on everything going on in your life right now. And we'll. Uh, See if Jim can burn the house down in the next nine minutes. It's bound to happen. Uh, if, if anybody can do it, my money's on him. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Jason. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. See ya.
Jason Lipsky there from the Electric City Experience. That was pretty cool that he was able to jump on and join us right. uh, for a bit there. Right. You were friends with Jason for for quite a bit before. Well, how it's interesting how all of this ties together. Uh, my my son, who is now eighteen, started uh, in the Appleton Rock School program when he was like nine or ten years old, and uh, Jason uh, is an absolutely uh, amazing teacher, and not only works well with uh, students, but works well with families in terms of really uh, uh, getting the the most from his students, and and uh, uh, the uh, relationship. Uh, uh, as uh, my son's guitar teacher and and band coach uh, over uh, many years grew into a, a pretty close friendship and uh, and uh, with uh, what I do m- melding and uh, to what he did uh, what what he does uh, a nice working relationship as well. That's great. So those rumors of bribery weren't true. Uh, well, <laughs> I. I told Andy we weren't going to be talking about that. <laughs> well, this is this is pretty cool that you're able to join us today. And I, I know I've seen your name in the past. I was an avid reader of the the Post Crescent, you know, back in the day. And if I could just quickly ask you, like, how did um, when you left the Post Crescent, how was the the print industry doing? And do you feel it'll bounce back? I. I pray it bounces back, but uh, to 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 uh, to be honest with you, I, I don't have uh, uh, the greatest optimism about that. Um, it's fascinating to uh, think about uh, the hustle and bustle of the newsroom when I arrived at uh, the Post Crescent, and and um, the small amount of reporters that that um, any local community paper has uh it's it's sad um i think uh a good robust local news product is so important in terms of uh keeping government honest and keeping the community informed um we'll see um what that ultimately means to to community and community bonds but uh it's uh it is what it is. <laughs> we were we were hoping you were going to drop the master code to get past the paywall. <laughs> <laughs> got a if you got code. that code, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's run down here right at the end of the show. Electric City. Let's make sure everybody's got got the information they need here. It's June, beginning of June, and we've got let's see, June eighth, June eighth to the eleventh. Eleventh, correct. And we're going to have just five outdoor stages just loaded with music. And all sorts of music from, uh, you know, from, from jazz to rock and roll. Everything you uh, could, as mentioned before, hip-hop, anything you want to listen to, you're going to find uh, an example of that uh, at Electric City. So come enjoy. And the weather is going to be fantastic. It, it always gonna... has been, but well, now we know it's not. It's going to so. be great. It's going to be great for the Dollar Carnival rides because I mentioned the the tents for the music, so that you're covered there. But the Carnival rides, that is iffy if it rains out. So let's <laughs> let's hope the rain stays away. And again, it's I had kids there last year, and they they just loved loved the Carnival rides and the Carnival games. So you can't go wrong. It is a family festival place you can take everybody to and it's a great way to sample so much great fox city's music well, and, and as to tie that together too we want to 
uh, we want to encourage our kids to get involved and, and to uh, enjoy and experience live local music. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to get your kids uh, into bars on Friday and Saturday night where um, a lot of live music happens through the years. Take them to Electric City. To, and for that matter, take them to Hydro Park and Houdini Plaza. Take your kids around and get them um you get them involved in enjoying the music. They're the next generation of our scene. Well said. Bob, anything to add? Just don't take them to the pink hippo. <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. We'll just leave that alone. <laughs> um, Jim, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. It's awesome sitting and chatting with you guys. Hopefully we can get you back sometime. Maybe we can do a after-festival kind of breakdown or, or something we could do a remote from electric city i could do that too high tech <laughs> high tech indeed <laughs> but anyways thanks again jim jim collar the communications manager for electric city go check it out you've been watching wczr's code zero radios fox city's core join us again next week